All right, today is June 2nd, 2021. This dream, well, I have to say this nightmare. I've had this nightmare before. And I'm just going to try to be as detailed as possible. So imagine um, an indoor apartment building where... Um, when you walk in the door, you can go up the steps, uh, to one floor, or you can go down the steps to another floor, but that's it. So that's the building and it's just long, it's like an indoor apartment complex, so when you open a door, you walk in, you have some steps, like five steps ascending up that goes through another door down a long hallway. And then, you know, like I said, imagine it's like an apartment complex, right? And then that long hallway you would have doors on the left and the right to you and then if you go straight down the hallway then you would go down and go out a door go down some steps and go outside the door to leave the building or when you go into the apart department building when you walk in the, the the front entrance you can walk in that entrance instead of going up those five steps you can go down five steps go through a door and then there will be doors to the left or right of you all the way down the hallway, the length of the building. So imagine that, except that there are no doorways in the hallway. So all that you see is that you're going into the, you're coming in the entrance. There's no, there's no exit. Like the way this dream starts the dream starts that you're either going up those steps, down that hallway, all the way um, out that door. And remember, these doors don't actually, they're just doorways. There's no actual doors on them. And the where the dream starts is there's no exit. So you automatically start in this building. So basically your only choice is you can go up those five steps through the doorway, down the hallway, out the doorway, down the five steps, down another five steps and come back through the hallway and go up the five steps and then go up another five steps and go through the hallway. So it doesn't matter where you're going, but basically you're looking at like a rectangular circle, right? It's a, uh, it's like a double ended arrow kind of, right? So this is the dream. There's tons of people in there. I'm in there. Everybody's in there, right? And one thing that I'm noticing is that 
Everybody's trying to get out. Everybody's in this this hallway, whether on the first floor or the bottom floor, but they're trying to get out. Everybody's trying to find an exit. And they're going around up up the floor on a, on the bottom floor, but everybody's going out. It's jam-packed and there's um a sense of urgency. People are panicking. They want to get out of here. They want to get out of here. So now everybody's getting nasty with each other, right? People are shoving, elbowing. They're ditching the line. And, you know, they're, they're yelling at each other. Like I said, they're getting violent. They're pushing. Uh, people are saying really nasty you know, screaming profanities and cussing, cuss words at each other. And, you know, I hate you, F you, F this. People are just hurling insults at each other. And, you know, I'm in there. I'm, I'm doing the same thing, you know, and, um, because people are just so nasty, which, it, when you're around so many nasty people, it's hard to to do the commandments of Jesus, which is to not cuss back and not complain and not shove back and not fight back. Um, but people, you have to understand, like nobody can get out. So people are looking for this exit that doesn't exist. And I notice certain people have certain um items in their hand like a stick or a bat and um like a a shock gun and there, I know there's one person has this gun to where it it can shock people and it seems to be like the most powerful weapon and so he's trying to shock people to, to keep him off of him and to fight his way through all these people because everybody's going crazy. They're going up on the first floor, down on the, on, on the bottom floor, and it's just going round and round. So, you know, someone might be going up and they, they see that it's, it's, it's chaos there. So they turn around and try to go back down the steps and this just keeps going on and on and on, which is already insanity, you know what I mean? But then, um, I even at some point, I was able to get that gun from somebody and start, you know, shocking people to try to get people um, off me and, and try to make my way through. And I keep feeling like I'm going to find this exit. like, And I feel like everybody in there was thinking the same thing. And, um, it just seems like I've, I was seeing like a lot of people from my past, like people that I've gotten in arguments with and, and people that I've, you know, cursed at under my breath and, you know, maybe mumbled things under my breath, like, oh, this stupid person or, you know, this idiot, why did they, you know, it just seemed like it was all those people I've ever encountered in my life were trapped in this, in, in these hallways, right? And, um, 
And I've been asking the Lord, you know, you know, just so you know, like, Lord, please reveal, reveal to me what I need to repent of, what I need to repent of. And this dream was cursing and profanities, you know, and and just saying, you know, bad things to people, you know. And um, I, I know I've I asked God to forgive me of these things, you know. I try to ask God to forgive me of every sin I can think of and try to confess every sin that I can every day in my mind just to make sure that, you know, I've, I'm cool, with, that I'm, I'm good with the Lord, you know. So all this is going on in a dream. And, you know, there's just random people in there, too. You know, people I don't know, people I, I, you know, just just seems like all kinds of people are in here. I mean, it seemed like there was just so many people in there. Sometimes I didn't see the same person twice, you know, but sometimes I kept running into the same person. And actually, I remember seeing one guy I never actually had any altercations with or anything. I had issues with his brother, but I remember... um this guy I actually never had no issues, but he was in the dream too. I think he was one one of the guys that had the gun that I took the gun from or whatever. Um, but anyways, um, nobody could get out. And then the next thing I realized was I realized this was some type of um, contraption or a trick of, of some sort because... The um, I started noticing um, just weird. Uh, I don't know how to describe it, but it seemed like um, uh, people were like um, urinating and and defecating and and um, um, releasing. Uh, excrements and feces on each other and um, it was just like just it's, it's just like it just seemed like a septic tank of of fluids bodily fluids and excrements were were like like, uh, I don't want to say dripping, but flooding these people, you know? And at this point, um, I'm now observing it. So at first where I felt like I was in going through, uh, the hallways with everybody, um, at this point, it seemed like I was kind of stuck, like in the cubby hole of maybe, um, it maybe it seemed like it was I was behind like a staircase, even though I don't know how, because like I said, as soon as you walk in to this door, you either go up the steps or you go down the steps. And that's how it was at both entrances. But somehow it seemed like I was was maybe under the steps going down and going down to the, the bottom floor, the bottom level. And like sometimes they do have that in apartments, but that's kind of where I felt like I was at, where I was kind of like safe from what was about to happen. You know what I mean? Which I didn't know something was happening. I just know like I'm down there, 
I'm safe. I'm not, I'm not part of this part right here, you know, but I see that, um, these acrobats are on people and these people that are like stuck, still stuck in these hall, in this hall, in all, in all, in both of those hallways, um, they can see me and they're like, I hate you. And, you know, just saying the most horrible things to me, cussing at me and threatening me and really violent and, and just lashing out at me, you know, and you could just see the hate that they have for, for me in their eyes, you know, and all this, um, urine and feces and, and, and vomit are just like hitting them in their face. And then it seems like this hallway kind of like turned into a machine and it starts to like, um, I don't know what mechanism was on it, but from what I can remember, it was starting to, to, to kill them. So I don't know if it was like what type of contraption. Um, even when I woke up, I was like, God, what is this? And now I'm starting to understand the meaning. Like now that I'm explaining it to you, I think maybe you guys could kind of put it together too. But um, thank you, Lord Jesus. Please forgive me of all my sins, Jesus. Please forgive me of all my sins, God, in Jesus' name. Um, but um, it, this machine was like a torture device. So now it's just all these people are just in complete pain, suffering, and agony, the worst. And as this machine is going, I don't know what kind of machine it is. I almost feel like it's like a like a mixer blade type of grinder, maybe like wheel that's going up up the steps through the um through the hallway, just grinding and, 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 and cutting everybody up and then going down the steps down into the uh, bottom hallway and grinding everybody up. And, and this thing is just going round and round. And, and so now, you know, I mean, if you can imagine all these people being in a blender like that, you know, so, you know, you're getting wounded, you know, really bad, but you're not dying. You're just going through the pain of like being shredded, you know, or grinded through like this greater type thing. I don't really, I can't really explain this part, but I know like they were this, it seemed like some type of sick torture device that you would see in Saul or something. Like it was some type of uh, there's just no escape, you know what I mean? And it seemed endless, like whatever this mechanism was, you know, that these people were going through. And um, I wish I could remember more details, but that's like the basic summary of it, you know? And I felt like in his dream, like, um, I was scared, you know, I was definitely petrified and, 
you know, I, even when I was watching this, I'm thinking the whole time, like, how do I get out of here? There's no way to get out of here because the doors are locked and this machine is just doing, is doing this over and over and nobody can get out. Nobody can escape, you know, and I'm waiting to see if like it's going to stop and the doors are going to open or something so I could get out, but it never did. I mean, I just woke up and now I'm telling the dream, the nightmare. And, um, uh, I got a motor, like uh, a, a motorbike accident on Wednesday night. So, um, I'm still healing from that. And I actually haven't been able to get on my knees and pray because, you know, both of my knees is, are, bruised up really bad still and they're still healing and um all the flesh was ripped off you know so I, I can't like actually get on my knees but I did right now I just as but it was so painful but I got on my knees and just asked God to forgive me and to help me to repent of whatever it is I mean I don't know what everybody else is going through in life, but I ain't really, me personally, I am on a tightrope with the Lord. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I was watching, I mean, I worked yesterday and then I came home and did some more work, you know, on my book. And, and then after that, I, I laid down and, I started watching some TV and, I, you know, I'm trying to be careful of what I'm watching, but I was watching Run's House and he's a reverend and it's just like an old reruns of some reality show, you know, and he's a pastor. And when that went off, um, something came on was, uh, wasn't loving the hip hop. It was like Stevie's, I don't know, something like that. But I did watch a couple of episodes and that's what I remember falling asleep to. So I'm thinking that's what I did as a sin. And and then I got this dream. So I don't know. I mean, maybe somebody else will interpret, interpret it differently and like, oh, you're overreacting. God's not that strict. But I think he is. I mean, honestly, like, you know, I mean, I asked God to forgive me for watching it, you know. I just couldn't get to sleep, you know. I'm just like, I don't know. I haven't been able to sleep for like a week, you know, honestly, ever since the accident. It's just hard to sleep. I'm in pain. My back hurts. Everything hurts my body, you know. I'm just, I don't know. But, you know, anyways, you know, I, I just got to forgive me for that and repent for watching it because our eyes and our ears are like the windows to our souls. These, these things, um, do corrupt us, you know, and I was trying to minister to a friend of mine, you know, earlier this week and, you know, he's a Christian, but you know, he smokes and I still think he's fornicating and, you know, I was trying to tell him, I really don't think you should keep living like that. I don't, you know, I like something bad happened to him. And I try to tell him, like, don't you think that's because you're, you're sinning? 
And he's like, oh, man, the Bible says it's not what goes in you. It's what comes out you that defiles a man. And like, you know, I don't know. He was like reciting all these Bible scriptures to me to that in his mind justified him, you know, smoking cigarettes and smoking weed and fornicating uh, with prostitutes that it's okay. That he's living that way. And I'm just like, man, I don't understand how you're making that connection, but I'll keep you in my prayers. And he's like, oh, well, I'll keep you in my prayers. And it's just like, wow, man, like, God, please, like, I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I can't judge anybody. I love everybody. I love humanity. I don't want people to go to hell. Yeah, I know people are nasty here. I know that but we're not to judge them because we're all under demonic attack these are the demons and that's why i get so stressed out about everything because for one i didn't ask to be created i didn't obviously because how could i right how could any of us ask to be created if we weren't anything until we were something until we were created so that's number one i didn't ask to be here i didn't ask to be created none of us have Two, how do we have all this responsibility all of a sudden? You know what I mean? Like, why is there all this responsibility and we all have to try to figure it out? But it's not it's not like anybody's really. Um, I mean, look at society. I mean, the, the way that it's structured, it just seems like we're doomed to fail. It's just like we're set up for failure here. And we're sheep. We're not super intelligent. So you got these demonic forces. I don't know, man. I just don't see that it's fair. I just, I don't get it. And that's why sometimes I just feel like God, I see the other side of him. Like, yeah, I see that he's loving and caring and and, and he's a great God and he created everything for us to enjoy it. But the fact that we're, we're victims of this curse of Adam and Eve, that we're the victims of, you know, these demonic attacks and, you know, people have all these psychological issues and mental disorders, which we all, you know, the believers know like these are demons, right? And that we need deliverance and we need this and we need this. But where's the real, I mean, how come this isn't in the news? How come the the entertainment industry isn't focused on keeping us on the straight and narrow path and keeping profanity and cussing and, you know what I mean? Like there's just so much responsibility. There's so much of a burden on us and yeah i get it i could already see the comments oh you need to do this and you need to do that and you know it's up to you and jesus died for your sins and you look don't speak that to me because none of us are exempt none of us are perfect we all are going through this by even thinking to write that comment you're already judging me and and being hypocritical as if you don't go through that as if you've never flipped somebody to bird or cut somebody out or or said something out of your mouth negative towards somebody else because they did something negative towards you 
We all get caught up in that because we all are affected by emotions. And that's what's so scary about this dream because everybody in this dream, it was like it was bumper to bumper rush hour traffic. And everybody's just trying to hurry up and get where they need to go so they don't ha nobody has to deal with that and have to deal with each other and deal with all that nastiness. I go through it every day that I'm out driving on the road, you know. We all do. So it just seemed like we're all stuck and going to hell. And whoever this powerful person was in the dream that trapped us all in there. It definitely felt like it was evil. It felt like it was Satan. You know, it felt like Satan was the Saul guy, the torturer dude behind it. And that, you know, he was enjoying it. And this was, it was such like an advanced mechanism, a machine that nobody knew how to get out or escape. And it was just, it's just horrible, man. It was hell. It was a, it was a, it was a, uh, a demonic torture device and it just seemed like it was going to go on and on forever and even though I didn't feel like I was actually in the the grinder thing I was still there and I still couldn't escape so I still felt like if this was supposed to be like an analogy of hell it seemed like I'm still in hell I wasn't uh, scot free or clear and free or saved I was still trapped in there and it felt like if I didn't find that like little hiding spot to hide um, I still couldn't get out like I was just going to be watching and witnessing this over and over again and that minute that I tried to somehow go move to get out I would have got stuck in there and then I would be going through that like, that's how the dream felt. So that's what I feel like how I am right now in life. Like, I feel like I am on pins and needles. I'm on eggshells. And I'm trying to do everything perfect. And I don't even want to play the game. I don't even want to be a part of this existence. I don't even want to be a part of this life. This is crazy to me. Like, when I think about this stuff every single day... Just like actual reality and it it just boggles my mind that I'm here, that I have to go through this. Like I cannot, it's surreal to me. That's the word, surreal. I just cannot believe that that's the reality. I just can't. So I don't know. I'm deleting like my uh, my music account. On because uh, I have music from before I was a Christian, like secular music. I'm deleting that today immediately. As soon as I get off the phone, I'm, after I'm done doing this video, I'm deleting that completely. But there's just so much of the stuff that I've did throughout my whole life. I mean, I don't know if I'm like half stuff. I don't even remember like passwords to get into the accounts to delete the stuff. But I've tried to delete everything I could. The only thing I have up really is the Christian music. But yeah, I guess, you know, it's time to delete everything as, because that's what it seems like to me. It's like, hey, you're going to hell for that, which I don't understand because, you know, once you're 
a, a Christian and you're a new creation, I thought you were forgiven for everything that you've done in your past, but that's why this boggled my mind. I mean, this, it's like, wow, what do I do, Lord? I've asked you to forgive me, God. I've asked you to forgive me of this. I asked you to forgive me that. I'm not making secular music no more. I'm, I'm trying not to be the person that I was. And I know I'm supposed to be a new creation, but I still feel like I am the same person that I'm just trying. I feel like I'm the same person I'm trying to to consciously make an effort to make all of these changes. And I already, I fight with, I argue with people online where they're like, uh, you know, it's, it, you're too hard on yourself or, you know, you're trying, you're trying to work out your faith with works and, and salvation is about what Jesus did for you at the cross. Okay. Well, explain this dream then explain that anytime that I do cuss or, or speak a profanity or watch runs house before I go to sleep, even though he's a Christian, you know, um, or the other show came on on the same channel right afterwards. And I just couldn't sleep. Like I was just, wasn't, I actually started to read the Bible. So I got in my bedroom and I just, I don't know. It just wasn't pulling me in there. And I'm like, well, maybe I should listen to the Bible. I'm like, well, I've been listening to the Bible and, and preaching and, stuff all day, you know, and it's like, that's the trap that I keep getting in. Cause you listen to it all day long, all day long. And it's just like, you get burnt out on it. It's just like, I need to listen or watch something else, you know? So yeah, I understand. Like I'm trying to fix this last little thing that I need to fix in my life, but it's just stressful. All right. Like this is what I'm going through. And if you have any negative comments, please, I don't even I'm just going to delete them. I just don't want to deal with negativity. I don't want to deal with negative people or haters or, you know, non-believers or people who think they got it figured out and they're doing things their way. I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to do things God's way. I'm trying to figure out how to live the way that God wants me to live. I'm trying to, to be a disciple and, and, and do the things that the way that that Jesus said to do them. Okay. And I don't have any mentors. I don't got like any like super Christian that, that I'm around every day that can mentor me and be like, Hey, you know, you know, or anybody that I can emulate, like it's me trying to figure this stuff out. And I'm just using like random people off the internet to try to do this. And I do try to listen to the Bible as much as possible but, you know, I always go back to sermons and pastors preaching because, yeah, the Bible is boring. It's just like, I mean, I listen to the audio apps, but, you know, I can't stay super focused on it for that long, you know. But I do do it. I do it every single day, you know. So I feel like, hey, God, I am making an effort here. And not only that, but I'm trying to spread the gospel and talk to people about Jesus and I you know, gave a homeless dude uh, $15 yesterday and, and bought him like an $8 meal f from McDonald's, you know? So, and I didn't even get anything for me to eat. You know what I'm saying? Like I was there and I prayed for him. I preached for him. People were driving by looking at me and I'm talking to him. He had a cross on, you know, his neck. So I just felt like God wanted me to, to, to help him. And I don't even have the money. Like I haven't even paid my phone bill or my internet bill 
or my car bill or anything. Like I'm broke. I haven't been working for a week and I'm just, I don't know. I'm just going crazy. Cause I just, you can never do anything. Our, our works are like dirty rags to the Lord. I know that, but I still, I'm still trying. And then I get a dream like this and it's just like, what, what are you telling me, Lord? Like what? I'm just not perfect, and this is why I'm panicking, and this is why I'm worrying. Like, I don't get all these people that get these rapture dreams. Like, they're living these perfect Christian lives. Like, do they exit their house? I mean, because it's different when you actually have to deal with the world every day. When you're out here dealing with these nasty, evil people every single day, it is hard to not have a, a emotional responses to the nastiness and the, how evil and nasty they, they, they are to you. Like I'm trying, but it's just, I don't know, man. I'm just, I feel like, yeah, I want to give up. Obviously I've asked God all the day, they, all the time. Like, please, I don't want to be here. Why are you, why did you make me? Why do I have to go through this? Why? It's like I'm slowly, slowly, slowly watching myself go to hell. That's how I can sum up my life. I can't even like, I'm single. I want a wife. I can't even talk to women or get on a dating app to try to find a woman or meet a woman without feeling convicted. Like, that's how I feel with the Lord. I feel like he absolutely is like... I want control of every single aspect of your life. I don't want you to do nothing, say nothing, move, do anything unless you ask me first. And so I'll ask him and it's just like, well, how are you going to respond? When are you going to respond? Is it going to be now? Is it going to be 10 hours later? Is it going to be 10 months later, 10 years later? And that's like some people are like, yeah, I don't know when the rapture is going to be. It could be 10 years from now. Seriously? Because the way things are going, it feels like it's going to be in 10 seconds. That's the way it feels for me. It feels like in 10 seconds, God is going to rapture everybody. We're going to be left behind. It's going to be so crazy. And everybody's going to be looking for to escape. So everybody's going to run and, and get the mark of the beast because they don't want to get tortured. They don't want to go through all this hell. And then, that, and then we're going to hell anyway. That's exactly what I feel like is, is about to happen. I feel like if I'm left behind, that that's going to happen to me. That the the way that I'm being attacked by Satan right now is making me to where, like, even though I, I suffered from this these injuries and I'm still suffering this past week, and it's been painful I've been happy because I haven't had to go out of my house and deal with nobody. Like, I was like, ha ha, Satan, you can't attack me now. As soon as I walk out that front door, I'm under attack. Yeah, I'm under attack at home, too, but it's limited. What can he do? He could, like, mess up my work on the computer. Okay, big deal. But as soon as I step out of the house, look, I mean, I couldn't walk for three or four days. It was, like, crippled. I could, like, do you know what it's like, like getting into like a, a, a motorcycle or a bike accident? Granted, it's a scooter, but it's still a bike. You know, it looks like a motorcycle. It's, it goes 100 miles an hour. So the only difference is shifting manual transmission or automatic transmission. And that's really the only difference with my bike, you know, but it's Suzuki. Anyway, 
my flesh got ripped off on the road. The flesh is gone. It's on the road, right? So this whole week, I'm waiting for God to generate new flesh. So you treat the wounds, you put, you clean out, you know, everything. You put um, antiseptic cream on it or whatever, and you can wrap it up, but those wraps have to come off every day so that you can take a shower and clean them. Well, that's the painful part because every time you take those wraps off, it's like your your flesh getting ripped off again. And it was so painful that for the first couple of days, I didn't want to put anything on it. But when I wake up, I'm stuck to my sheets and I literally have to go to the to the to the bathtub with my sheets from my bed stuck to me and get these sheets wet and gently try to peel off the sheets in the shower and it's still ripping flesh off of me. This is what I've been going through since last since Wednesday night. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's been 7 days and I'm st- I'm still like last night was the first night that I haven't been that I haven't stuck to my sheets. You know, like I'm, I'm I washed my I finally washed my sheets last night because they're filled with blood. There's blood. There's blood all over my apartment. You know, and I'm usually a private person. You know what I mean? But it's been hell the past week. But all I can say was. It was almost worth it to not go out into the world and do and, and get mad from all these random attacks from strangers. I got ran off the road on Wednesday night. I didn't even know these guys. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm talking about. Just random people will just do stuff. This dude just slammed on the brakes right in front of me. He didn't have to because the car in front of him pulled over and parked. But it's like when you're on a on the freeway and there's an accident, people just slam on the brakes because they want to look at the accident. That's kind of what what happened. I had enough distance behind the guy to where I didn't slam into him, but just the fact that he completely stopped and he didn't have to, and it's a one way, and there's no way around him. If you're in the car, I was on a bike. I hit both brakes, front and back brake. And veered to the right, so I didn't run into him. As soon as I went to the right, he tried to, like, smash me in the car and go right, too. So I had no choice but to hurry up and speed up, so I didn't get smashed. And I don't know if he, like, tapped me or what, but I know I completely lost track of the bike and was wobbling. And I crashed. To this day, I'm like, what happened? Was that some supernatural thing? Like... Was that Satan? Did was did Satan interject and come in because I got mad at this guy? And that's what I'm saying. How do you control your emotions when something happens that quick? Something happens that fast. How do we how can you not have an emotional reaction that quick? That's why this life is impossible to me. I'm sorry, you know, I'm just it's just taking everything out of me, you know, and that's why, you know, when I'm I'm in the word all day long, like I kind of do need a break from it because it's just there's no breaks here. And then you're being attacked in your dreams and you're having nightmares and it's just 
It's just too much, man. I don't know why. I don't even know, man. I don't know. Why me? That's all I keep thinking. Why me? Why did I have to be created? Why do I have to be here to to experience this? Why am I going this? Why am I the only one that seems to be going through this? I don't hear any other Christian videos, any rapture dreams or in time left behind dreams of people saying exactly what I'm saying right here. You know what I mean? I, I, there are similar ones. You know, and people are like, repent, repent, you know, God is mad and this is all about you. And and it's like they're completely exempt from it. Well, that's not this. This is a, a dream or a nightmare where, yeah, I was watching it, but I wasn't exempt. I was still there. I was still trapped. I, I still didn't have an escape. I wasn't like floating up in the cloud watching all this happen. No, I was right there. I knew if I moved, I was I was stuck. And I was about to be uh, going through that 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 blender or that grater machine that was killing everybody in those hallways. So, yeah. What do you say now? Hey, God is good. I love you, Jesus. I don't know what to think. I don't have God doesn't like just appear to me and hey, Hoopiter and has a conversation with me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have that. I'm, it's a guessing game for me. I'm trying to figure all this stuff out and it's driving me crazy. I love you guys. Bye.